fantasy football has become a major reality for millions of fans. Makes him off to the 30. He scores. He scores. What a move. It takes skill to win your fantasy championship, separating the zeros. He goes to the near side, and it's picked off. Intercepted. From the fantasy heroes. Down the middle, it's caught over the shoulder in the end zone. Buckle up your chin strap for the fantasy fix. And for that, we're pleased to be joined by one of the best in the business, Nick Metzio, RotoWorld.com. So, Nick, let's start in New York City because I have been in this exact same situation. I'm going to lay out. Played in a two-quarterback league. I made it to the playoffs, and I was in dire straits. So if somebody is enduring my kind of pain, would you take a flyer on Eli Manning returning to the starting lineup? Because irrespective of what happens during the game, we know it's going to be a very emotional scene when he enters the game and receives a standing ovation at the Meadowlands. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think there's going to be a little bit of a fire lit under these guys now that Eli's back under center. Uh, Dallas is has allowed the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Uh, 23 pass touchdowns allowed. That's second most, second highest in the league. Uh, they're playing at home in New York. Uh, like you said, the fans are going to be behind them. I mean, I like Eli a lot in this spot. I think this game has has a little bit of a chance to, to to be some fun. Nick, what are you seeing from Ricky Seals Jones and his value down the stretch? Man, I just cannot get behind, get on this guy. Just he just doesn't play a lot of snaps, but when he's out there, Blaine Gabbert and him just have, seem to have a bit of a connection. They they've been running with a third team offense most of the season, and then uh, once Gabbert got the job, Seals Jones comes out of nowhere and just is making plays. I think I think we got to start taking this guy seriously uh, this week against the Titans. I would definitely. I mean, guys like Zach Ertz has a has a concussion. Rob Gronkowski suspended. So teams in the fantasy playoffs, I might be. I'd be taking a look at this guy. Gabbert clearly trusts him. Next, since we were talking about the Cowboys and the Giants, how much are you buying Alfred Morris this Sunday? He finally had that breakout game that Cowboy fans were looking for without Ezekiel Elliott on Thursday Night Football against his old team, the Redskins. Yeah, played a season-high 55% of snaps that night. Uh, handled 27 of the 37 running back carries for Dallas. Uh, had a huge game, 127 yards and a touchdown, and the Giants have just been like hemorrhaging uh, yards to running backs lately, averaging or they're allowing an average of 4.5 yard, 5.4 yards per carry to running backs on the ground over the last five weeks. Marshawn Lynch just had his first 100-yard game of the season last week against them, scored a touchdown. Samaj P. Ryan had 132, 130 total yards against them three weeks ago, and Carlos Hyde had 104 yards against them four weeks ago. So I like this spot a lot for Morris. Where is Alex Collins ranked right now amongst running backs? As we've seen the Ravens. Uh, move forward with their offense, uh, let's just say getting better as the week goes by. Yeah, I mean, the thing with him right now is his migraines are kind of starting to pop up a little bit. I know he was at practice today, but he was wearing a hoodie and sunglasses, so hopefully he can shake those before Sunday. But like you said, he scored four touchdowns the past three games, uh, has scored in three straight games. The Ravens know what they want to do. They want to play defense and run the ball. Uh, This matchup isn't great against Pittsburgh on Sunday night, but – I mean, if I got Alex Collins on my team, it's hard to sit him right now when he's scoring touchdowns. They're giving him goal line work. Uh, they know they want to run the ball, like I said. Uh, he's an RB2 moving forward the rest of the way. It's the Fantasy Fix. Nick Mencio, rotoworld.com, is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Nick Golden Tate has been wildly inconsistent when you factor in Matthew Stafford's hand injury. Are you avoiding all of the Lion receivers, although it could be a favorable matchup on the road to Tampa Bay? 
Yeah, I really need to see what Stafford does this week in practice. I, I have a hard time believing he's going to sit. I mean, he plays through so many injuries. One of the toughest guys in the league. Uh, like you said, this Bucks pass defense is one that one to take advantage of. They've allowed the most catches to receivers, the most yards to the position, the most fantasy points to the, to the position. Uh, this is just a huge breakout spot for Marvin Jones, Golden Tate. Those both those guys look like to be in great spots if Stafford can play. But if Jake Rudock's under center. I uh, definitely got to downgrade these guys a little bit, but I'm, I'll be running Tate out there because you think a, a young quarterback like Rudock will just be throwing the ball short passes, so that that would seem to work in favor of Tate. There's a tremendous amount of why can't questions we can ask about the Cleveland Browns, but trying to figure out how can they get the ball to Duke Johnson in space? Yeah, I mean, they, I think they missed the opportunity now with Corey Coleman healthy, Josh Gordon back from suspension, David Njoku uh playing an increased role on offense. They want to throw the ball downfield with Deshaun Kaiser's big arm. Uh, Duke Johnson's only playing 50% of the snaps, splitting time in the backfield with Isaiah Crowell. Only saw nine touches last week. Four targets last week were the second fewest of the season for Duke. Uh, I just with all these guys healthy in this offense, not scoring a lot of points, it's hard to get behind him. I just don't like him very much. He's a low-floor PPR play, flex play right now. Hard to trust in the fantasy playoffs coming up. Nick, I mentioned that I got emotionally scarred playing in that league with two starting quarterbacks. I tried to petition for change. I was shunned, so I quit. I got a lot of problems. I'm not playing (laughs) fantasy football anymore, so I need your expertise because at the top of the hour, we're going to try to position where Russell Wilson belongs in the MVP conversation. Who's the MVP of fantasy football this season? Oh, man, that's a a tough question there. It's got to be – I think it's got to be Russell Wilson. I mean, mid-round fantasy pick, uh, playing as the quarterback, overall quarterback one right now, wasn't expected to be up here. The offensive line wasn't very good. Uh, he's just making all the plays. Antonio Brown's got to be in the conversation as well. Uh, both those guys, man. I mean, we know Tom Brady's going to be in the conversation, but that was pre- predicted for, from the start of the season. Carson Wentz also in the conversation, a late, late round, late round pick. So, you got Wentz on your team, you're probably looking pretty good right now. Well, that's the MVP of the league, but let's talk about when it comes to fantasy, the rookie of the year. Is is Alvin Kamara in that conversation? Oh, I think it's he's running away with it right now, just scoring tons of fantasy points per touch, like just like record-setting fantasy points per touch right now. And tomorrow night could be huge for him, especially if Mark Ingram doesn't play. I, 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 I can't wait to see what this guy does tomorrow night if Mark Ingram doesn't play. I mean, he could have like in one of the truly elite running back one performances of the season. Tomorrow. Finally, Nick, as a highly esteemed figure in the fantasy industry, will you share my mindset? These two starting quarterback leagues are nonsense. They're garbage. What do you think? <laughs> I don't play in any of them. Honestly. Thank you, Nick. I, I, I agree with you. I've never played in one. To, to be honest, I just I just don't play in them. Uh, there's too many bad quarterbacks yes. in the league these days. Thank you. I mean, yeah, you, there's only like 15 quarterbacks max you exactly. can trust in football right now. And Nick, and thank so you. You're, if you're I, running guys out there like Tom Savage. I know, it's, it's, it's another waste Kaiser, of time. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not just it's venting not here as a talk show host, but Nick, let me take you behind the curtain. I'm a sportscaster, right? Everybody else in the league is selling insurance. I come with, I think, a different worldview, and I go, guys, this is a colossal waste of time. And they said, well, we got to put it to a vote. Nick, why am I not the commissioner? Why don't I have total control of that league? I don't know. You're playing in a league with some. With I need. I think you need to get in a league with some new guys, probably. Yeah, I need some cool guys like you, Nick. I'm going to play next year. All right, we're going to work this out. 
Let's make it happen. I think Nick's afraid of me. Nick, we appreciate <laughs> the insights. Not, Enjoy your week, and we'll chat with you as we get closer to the fantasy Super Bowl on the NFL on TuneIn. Yes, sir. You guys have a good one. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.